boy, it's time to get this show on the road! It's time you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. <laughs> Can you hear it, gang? It's the sound of the Walt Disney steam train rolling down the tracks. That means the dream is almost alive for one Disney fan, cast member, or periscoper as we chat Disney magic and more. Ah, Daniel's ready, so let's hand it over. But gee, that was fun chatting with you guys. Remember to always follow your dreams. All the hit music you need. Hey there guys and welcome to Believe in the Magic podcast in association with Lost in Disney Magic. I am so glad to be back. It has been two or three months and since my last podcast and I am delighted to be back bringing you some massive changes to the concept of the whole show, how it used to be set out many months ago and we're excited to bring in those you'll enjoy the show everyone now is classified as a magical guest tonight we are joined by an amazing person who is followed over on youtube and his facebook page by over a thousand people which is incredible for a small fan base of the disneyland paris village over there and it's not just basically about the parks this is generally just the Disneyland Paris Village and we're so excited to be joined by Michael a little bit later on in the show. But before that, we want to get a little bit more about Michael. This show tonight is all about Michael and you're going to get to know a little bit about him right now. Here is Michael introducing some of his amazing songs, can be Disney, may not be Disney. Enjoy the show. I'd like to go for a classic by Oasis, I'd like a roll star. Yeah. 
Jesus back again. You're listening to Believe in the Magic podcast alongside Lost in Disney Magic Facebook group with me, Daniel. And wow, Michael has been so awesome right now selecting two fantastic tracks. Wouldn't you agree? Do let us know on Facebook at Vibe Northwest GB and we'll get in touch with every single one who tweets us today. But we have a competition giveaway right now and it closes next Monday, which brings us to the amazing the 27th of November competition will close. And all you have to do to be entered is listen for this sound clip anywhere within this podcast. Here comes Santa Claus. All you have to do to enter is screenshot the time where this appears in the podcast with your name and also direct messages on Facebook and Twitter, your email address, and you'll be notified on the 1st of December with the prize sent out the following day, and you'll be ensured to have it for Christmas. So guys, you're listening to Believe in the Magic podcast, and we're now handing over to Michael for his magical interview. So, we're joined now by an amazing person who's the founder and the creator of the Disney Village Paris fans over on Facebook. It has over a thousand followers over on Facebook and YouTube, and it's no other than Michael, so welcome to the show. Hi, yeah, thank you very much for having me. So, everyone who doesn't know Michael from the group uh, Disneyland Paris Village fans, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, as you said, my name is Michael. I'm 24 years old. I'm from Crawley Town, which is in West Sussex, England. Um, a lot of people ask me why I actually run a group about Disney Village itself. And the thing is, that's always been one of my favourite parts of Disneyland Paris. Obviously, I know you have the parks there, but I think Disney Village is such a vital element because obviously you've got all the shops there and the restaurants and the Bars, you know, I just think it's a brilliant place, and I just thought that place to, deserved a mention, you know. So, yeah, that's why I run the group. But um, other than Disney, I mean, I'm a carer. That's my job. Um, I love my music, love my films, and yeah, that's pretty much me. <laughs> and obviously, Disney Village over in Disneyland Paris has changed many times over the last twenty-five years. And if you right. could see any retail outlets, what would you like to see spring up over in the village in the future? Um, that's a good question, actually, because, as you said yourself, it has changed a lot in recent years, but it could also do with some more places. I actually think a good shout would be Primark, because, I mean, I know they've just opened one in the um, shopping centre nearby. I think they just opened Primark there, so obviously yeah. that's I'm sure that's going to do well with all the British visitors. But I think that would just be perfect for Disney Village because, as we know, being Brits, Primark sells a lot of Disney stuff. So, yeah, I think that would be a good shout. And if you was out with your friends, what type, what Disney character do you think they'd describe you as and would you agree with what they say? That's a good one, actually, because I've had this discussion with my friends before, like, which character do you think I'm like? And a lot of them, especially the girls, they say I'm like Kristoff from Frozen because I'm quite like, you know, a warm height sort of person. I'll do anything for anyone. So I think, yeah, Christoph would have to be me. <laughs> Here at Believe in the Magic podcast alongside Lost in Dizzy Magic, we're going to take a break from Michael's interview and play two more tracks he selected, which are his favourite Disney tracks. We'll be back real soon. 
course, I'd like to hear some Disney songs, so I'd like to go for that classic Let It Go from Frozen, of course. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, and it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside Couldn't keep it in, heaven knows I tried Here comes Santa Claus Don't let them in, don't let them see Be the good girl you always have to be Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know I won't say I'm in love to all the people who have ever felt down and out in love, but it's a good song, you know, and I'm sure it would cheer you up. If there's a prize for rotten judgment, I guess I've already won that. No man is worth the aggravation. 
That's ancient history Been there, done that Who do you think you're kidding? He's the earth and heaven to you Try to keep it hidden Honey, we can see right oh, through your You're dying to cry your heart out Welcome back to Believe in the Magic podcast with me, Daniel, and we're now joined for part two of the interview with Michael, with our magical guest. When around about did your Disney spark happen, and when did you become in love with Disney as a brand? Oof. I want to say from birth, if that makes sense, because I think I've always had Disney drilled into me since I was born, pretty much, you know, like most of us, I've grown up with it. And I think that spark's always been there, like from the first holidays I had as a family when we used to go to Florida. And yeah, it's always been there. What's your number one Disney must-do attraction? Okay, my must-do Disney attraction. That is a very, very tough question because there's so many favourites. Um, I mean, that, like I said, that would change like depending on which park around the world because I've been lucky enough to go to Florida as well as Paris. But if we were talking about Paris specifically... It would have to be Pirates of the Caribbean, because I think that is one absolutely incredible ride. Uh, but I actually haven't been on the new version of the ride since it's been updated, so I'm hoping it's still just as good, <laughs> if not better. <laughs> well, it sure is all quite good. Recently just went, so it is a really uh, good ride. I do highly... I'll definitely take your word for that. <laughs> yeah. The Paris version of Pirates is, I think, better than the one in Walt Disney World. Yeah, I've, I've always had that opinion, even before they updated it. I always thought it was the best version. I think it's more for that because of the amount of drops that's in it compared to one in Florida. 
Yeah, I believe it's got more, hasn't it? But yeah. I'm not sure if it's got more than the Californian version. Oh, I'm not sure about that myself. <laughs> no, that's that's one for Google. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, Disneyland Paris is celebrating its 25th anniversary. Yep. And if you could take away one attraction from either the studios or the Disneyland Park, what ride would it be? And what kind of ride would you bring to one of those parks? Um. Okay, I've... Um... Oh, let me think. That's quite a tough question. I would probably go with Walt Disney Studios and take out the attraction which most people seem to hate, and that's Armageddon. And to replace it, I would probably put in some some like show about the history of film, because I know we used to have that with Cinemagic, which was my personal favourite. But I think, I think that part could really do with a proper show about the history of film, because at the end of the day, that's what that park's about you know, the history of film. So, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. Well, obviously, the studios, as we know it, is going to be becoming more Marvel. Yes, of course. Do you think that's a good change to Paris or not? Um, I might cause a bit of controversy here, but mm-hmm. I'm not actually a Marvel fan, so I'm not really keen on the change. But I can understand it because you've got to move on with the times. But personally, it's not really for me. Well, I... Like Marvel and I don't like Marvel. So it's a bit like Marmite type feeling with me. It's cool. Yeah, half and, and half. It's not, um, I'm not a Guardians of the Galaxy fan. So You're obviously, not. Tara Terra being linked to Mission Breakout. Oh, no, I really hope that doesn't happen to Paris. I'll be gutted if that does. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most ugliest building in California at the minute. Oh, it is. I've seen pictures of it and they've just totally killed that. Let's just hope that doesn't happen to the Florida one either, because that's obviously the original, isn't it? Yeah, that, and it's obviously the actual clone from the one in California as well, the one in Paris. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the same design, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, exactly the same um, technology and stuff built with the California one, one in Paris. So there's big links to it, I can say that, but hopefully it doesn't. But then again, a lot of people say it's a really good ride in California at the minute. I must admit, I've not seen any videos of it, so I can't say what it looks like. I've only seen pictures of the building. I know there's the drop sequence in it. It's a lot different. I think there's more drops in it. Oh, okay. So I think the different uh, aspects of it is different as well. So it looks good. Right. But, um, hopefully it doesn't just happen to Paris, because obviously, and then that means you'd have to make a trip over to Walt Disney World to ride Tara Terror. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to work hard <laughs> and get lots of money to do that again. <laughs> and would you like to share one of your most embarrassing moments? And this Ooh, can happen within a Embarrassing time. moments. Um, I don't know. I'll probably say, I'll probably say like, because this year I did my first solo trip. And because I was doing that, I also vlogged for the first time on my holiday. And... Um, I must admit, I loved doing it. I felt really comfortable filming everywhere, but you did get quite a lot of looks from people thinking, you know, why is he filming here in a shop or why is he filming in the restaurant? But, yeah, that's kind of embarrassing at times, but you do kind of get used to it. What's it like vlogging within the parks? Um, It's quite good fun, actually, especially if you're on your own, because obviously you're not talking to anyone, but, yeah, you've got your camera and you can talk to it as if it's your friend, and it's just it's just really good fun. And would there be any sort of tips for anyone around the world wanting to plan a Disney vacation, a Disney trip? Is there anything where would you start and end to get the good deals? 
Well, I think it all depends what you want out of your trip, really. I mean, if if you've not been before, obviously you want to try and experience it all. I mean, if it was going to Paris, for example, I would say do a five-day trip, which is what I normally do. You know, maybe go a Monday to Friday, which is also a good time because you miss out the weekend when it's more busy. But yeah, I think that'd be good. And as you said, package deals always good because you could save a lot of money and also you can get things like half board, which is so much cheaper if you want to eat. Obviously, you get your breakfast and your lunch or dinner included. So that's good. And um, I just recently booked a package deal myself for February and that included half board, but also included a free 100 euros gift voucher. So you never know what deals you can find. And sometimes you can be quite pleasantly surprised. But another another tip as well, I would say, is make sure you've got lots of camera batteries and SD cards, because if you're like me, you take a hell of a lot of pictures and videos, so always be prepared in that way. <laughs> village, if something could be changed, it could be more events, anything different than Disney Village to make it the number one prime spot for people to go and visit? Okay, um, well, there's, there's quite a few suggestions I'd have for that, obviously being a massive Disney Village fan, but... I'm not sure if you remember this. Quite a lot of people don't know this was there, but they actually used to have a concert stage in the middle, quite a big one. And um, I remember back in the early 2000s, they used to have concerts there every night. They would have like tribute bands and just rock bands, a bit of everything really. And that used to draw in hundreds of people. I'd love to see something like that because I think live entertainment is essential to Disney Village because it's, well, it's a night, it's a nighttime place, isn't it? So they could so do with something like that again. And maybe even small bars or bring back a nightclub like they used to have. I mean, I'm, sadly, at my age, I never got to go to the nightclub when it was open, but I'd love to do that now. That'd be really good. And we're going to do a little bit of quick fire questions. Now, we're going to start off with the 25th celebrations, what are currently happening in the park, or the 20th anniversary celebrations? Uh, 25th. And why is that? Um, because... Well, I was lucky enough to experience them this year and I just thought they had some really good stuff going on because obviously the new Star Wars Season of the Fall stuff carried on throughout that when I was there and that was really good, especially Hyperspace Mountain. That that, that ride is incredible. I mean, Space Mountain Mission 2 was good, but I think with the Star Wars elements, it is so much better now. And especially that moment you launch off and you hear the blast of the Star Wars theme, that just sent chills down my spine. I loved it. But um, also some of the shows, like the the Princess Waltz. But yeah, that I thought that was that was a really good show. I liked that. I enjoyed that. And it was just there was just an overall good atmosphere in the parks really. So yeah, it's to be that for me. Twenty fifth anniversary, definitely. And Halloween or Christmas? Oh, quick fire round and I can't decide quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um it's gotta be Christmas. And yeah, Christmas on Main Christmas? Street is just perfect with the snow. Yeah, it's gotta be Christmas. Main Street USA or Adventureland? Oh, um, Main Street USA. Sit down meal or counter service? Oh, another tough one. I'm going to say counter service because I like the buffets. <laughs> <laughs> Tara Terror or Phantom Manor? Phantom Manor, definitely. Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck? Donald Duck. Huna Matana or Casey's Corner? Um, Hakuna Matata. Okay, and what would be your number one meet and greet within the parks? Oh, my number one meet and greet in the parks. That is very tough. Um, I'm trying to think back to all the ones I did on my solo trip this year. 
because um, I, I was really lucky. I met so many characters. But, I mean, so I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you two answers for this. The ones that are planned, I would say it's probably Donald Duck because he's one of my favourite Disney characters and he's always good fun. But, like, the other answer I'll say is my unplanned ones, the ones that aren't scheduled. I met so many characters like that. I mean, the best one was probably Jack Sparrow. He was actually in the pirate caves in Adventureland. I was, I got myself stuck in the caves because I'd never been there before. And um, all of a sudden, I found the exit and I heard this booming drunk voice. And it was him. It's the first time I've ever met him. That, that was just great. That's probably the best one I did. And obviously, within Paris, mentioned the caves and a lot of the parks don't have that. I think that's unique to Paris. Oh, it is, yeah. I, I think that's, that's one of the good things about Paris, which a lot of people don't give it enough credit for. It does have a lot of genuinely unique attractions there. Like you said, the Pirates Caves, and um, you've got the Nautilus attraction as well next to Hyperspace Mountain. That That is brilliant in there. The theme in, in there is incredible, especially if you've seen the film 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I mean, I, I like the older Disney films, so I know that quite well, and that, that is an incredible attraction. And, of course, there's others as well, like um, I think Alice's Curious Labyrinth. I think that's unique to yeah, the park, is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, again, like I say, again, so that, that's another unique one, and that, that's a fun attraction. And there's others as well, like Next Door in the Studios, you've got some unique ones too, like Ratatouille. I've I've read recently that's going to Epcot in the France Pavilion, so that's that's a good move, and it's nice to see that an attraction from Paris is actually going to America instead of it being the other way around for a change, so that's really good. And obviously another unique attraction is with Paris, you can actually go up to the Sleeping Beauty Castle, Oh, of course, yeah, and that, that that is really good fun doing that. I I filmed that in one of my vlogs actually. I think I did that on my last day, and I've, I I like walking around there. It's good fun, and some of the some of the details in there are incredible. And of course, underneath the castle, you've got the dragon as well, and that's that's unique to the parks. But of course, the dragon, no one knows its real name. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people say it's Maleficent's dragon. But, so yeah, I think people say that because obviously the sign's got yeah. like the Maleficent horns on it, hasn't it? But then a lot of people say it's Merlin's dragon, so... Yeah, that's the other one. And I, a lot of people try and ask the um, Princess Aurora's out there who is, but I think they, the actresses always try and give like a vague answer, don't they? <laughs> so. Maybe they haven't decided who the dragon belongs to just yet. No, maybe they just want to keep it a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It always causes good debate. <laughs> And that wraps us up. That's great. Thank you very much for having me. You all right? Thank you for joining us. And that was the end of this week's magical podcast with Believe in the Magic alongside Lost in Disney Magic. A massive thank you to you guys for tuning in and listening and sharing the love on Twitter, Facebook, and also Instagram. So thank you to everyone for joining us. Join us in two weeks' time for the next podcast. Remember to enter our giveaway to win a special official Disney Store prize. All you have to do is listen out to that sound effect played earlier on in today's podcast. Once again, thank you for joining us and playing us out tonight. We have a Christmas track. It's our first Christmas song played on Believe in the Magic podcast. And that is the Disney Santa Claus is coming to town. Christmas special coming up in two weeks' time. See you then, guys. Peace and love.